rude of Randy to beep in the middle of the intro, huh? Did you hear it? I mean, what they hear? I think it just it threw me off completely. You have anything to say for yourself, Randy? No. So are we like actually ten seconds ahead of that? Uh, no, we're five seconds ahead of that. Okay. Of, of the clock. Just it's gonna throw me off all episode. Hey, Sally. Hi. How are you? I have to admit something live on on camera. So okay. I was finishing my Christmas cards today. I made the fatal error Ooh. of ordering them and not having them. You get free addressing on your envelopes from Minted, which obviously okay. I did it from Minted because I'm lazy and I didn't want to like create my own thing. Okay. But at the time, I didn't have an everyone, everyone's addresses, so I was like, I'm just going to order it so they get here in time and I'll hand address the envelopes. Sure. Big mistake because mm-hmm. I have like a cramp. And that was annoying. But anyway, all of that being said, I finished it this morning and I had your Christmas card and Randy's Christmas card. And while I was putting stamps on them, I was like, I should just bring them to the studio, save on stamps. Sure. Because you're going to see us in in studio. Yeah. I sent all the rest of them off, had them sitting on my counter to bring. Well, then I got a cough (coughs) and then forgot them. So now I have the conundrum of like, do I put stamps on them and send them tomorrow? You'll get them a day later. Or what I'll probably do is just send them with Will, but it's going to create like an awkwardness in the office because Will's going to come hand you, personally hand you, mm-hmm. you and Randy, your Christmas cards. And then like Dave and Dylan are going to be like, what the fuck? Like where are our Christmas But then Christmas also is that a right? slight to y'all that you're like getting hand? Your address is on it. Like I, you were already on my list. Okay. It's not like a... No, it's not Slight. like we got the extras. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, we have we have a couple laying around here. Maybe now, we as you recall, I asked all of you for your addresses several weeks ago. I think I'm just gonna have Will bring them tomorrow. I think that's the move. Okay, I you know what? Either way, it will adorn my my fridge. Now, let me ask you this: Are you a basket of Christmas cards, or are you a fridge slash tree of Christmas cards? Um, my parents are have a like a tree that has like slots in it. Oh, okay. Last year, we or actually the past couple of years, we've had this like garland that sits on a really like an entryway table slash mantle. Sure, and we've put them in there on the garland. Okay, but this year the garland is in our bedroom, so it's like we can't really do it on there. Nice. So right now they're all on our fridge. Okay, Will wanted to put them in like a bowl, and I'm like, I kind of like them being displayed over just like in mm-hmm. a stack. But I I told Will I'm gonna copy what one of my best friends' moms does, and in their like a doorway in their kitchen that leads to their like mudroom, um, like laundry room. Sure. So it's like in the house. It's not like right up front, but if you're in their house, you see it. Yep. Yep. They yep. have like ribbon <clears throat> across the door frame, and then they hang them all on the ribbon. So it's like oh, around okay. the door frame. Yeah, I see. And I so it's like it's not so in your face. If you're like sitting in their living room, you can kind of like see it. But if you're like close enough to them, you're hanging out in their kitchen, which always we were. Mm-hmm. You can see them. So I'm like, that's on display for the family and close friends. I like it. I like it. I think that's the move. I yeah. think it's the move. I'm also a big fan of uh, it, like being the foyer or something. You have the cork board mm-hmm. with the little ribbons kind of going across it. And yeah. You can kind of you can either slide them in, or yeah. you can you can pin them. My parents have like a a wrought iron Christmas tree that has like you like just kind of stuff it everywhere like you're I playing see. King's Cup and you're just like shoving. Yes. Cards. Card, whenever you wherever you can wherever fit. they will. Yeah. Stay. Shove. Sure. Sure. 
And I like realized that our card kind of sucks. Like I didn't put what year it was. I didn't like write any message on the back. I mean, like we had a baby this year. I didn't even like write mm-hmm. anything. Just like Fritz is pretty featured on it. Yeah. But I'm like, I guess the people who like are getting their Christmas card already know all you that. Kind of know the deal. Yeah. But like, uh, I would have appreciated the year. Yeah. Now I'm gonna then, like write yeah. it so that I remember. It's gonna yeah. When you look back, you you probably keep a copy for yourself. When you look back, it's gonna be like, ooh, where does this one fit? So the the Jung the first family one has with a notoriously kid intense yeah. Christmas cards, uh, like aggressive ones. Like you write the whole synopsis of your no, year no, no. on them. No, no, okay. they all have a theme. So, mm. um, my mom has made a Christmas card every single year since her and my dad got together. Okay, and. We've never missed a year, even though we've gotten <laughs> real close. Like, she still hasn't sent them out. I think they just got printed. Mm, There's a I couple see. of New Year's cards. One year, we almost missed it, and it snowed in Texas in February. Not near as bad as it did, like, in February this year. And we made, like, a snowman, and my mom sent out a Valentine's card. Because that's oh, how okay. she was, that, like, we almost missed the... Yeah. Like but that, we... Um, I'll post a couple probably soon if I can... We have a book at home that has all of them, but like one of them we all took on my dad's Harley that like very much mirrors the Kardashian photo where they're all on Bruce Jenner's motorcycle. Oh, okay. Um, and it said Happy Holidays, but Holidays was crossed out and it said Happy Harley Days. Yes. Yes. I'm a more of a Happy Honda Days myself. Yeah. And then uh, we did like a leopard print themed one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I forgot what it said on that one. And all of them being like they have a theme, and then there is like Christian subliminal messaging on the inside. Like there is oh. a Bible verse that goes with what is happening. I see. I see. So, Unlike the Harley specifically. Uh, I don't know what Bible verse we used for the Harley. Gotcha. Um, one year we did, we all took pictures. It got harder as we went to college because like it was hard to get the whole family together, especially sure. when Emily was like across the country at law school. So one year we all took pictures like looking straight on, looking side to side, up and down, and made the Brady oh, Bunch. Oh, you did the Brady Bunch thing, even though you weren't in the same location. And then we, uh, it said the Jung Bunch. Yes. And then um, one year <laughs> we did a MasterCard play. Like the, like the, the credit card. Yeah, it was okay. like, it was when we went to Hawaii for Thanksgiving, it was like, tickets to Hawaii, expensive, like dinner at the whatever, it, uh... blah, blah, blah like worth it and then it was like knowing the joy of jesus christ at christmas time priceless, priceless. yeah priceless it, it is priceless. and then it was the mastercard logo and just said junk bunch <laughs> oh i like where that where it said mastercard See, i appreciate some creativity there's some thought into that mm-hmm. i like that i don't really know what our theme is this year it's the picture looks very christian girl autumn so i don't oh, i was okay. trying to like do like a from an influencer standpoint oh, but no I one see. thought that that was funny i see as long as the fits are fire, that's all that really matters. What is Randy doing? He's, uh, I'm sorry, he's interrupted me twice now. I'm thrown so off, but I can't wait to see the Christmas. If you're lucky card. enough to be on the Jung family Christmas list, you, you're you in for a treat you've, you've every year, it. year okay. after year. Okay. I didn't do one this year or last year for that matter. I he, would think it would be funny just, just like, here's me and, me and myself and I. Just me over here. Just like, yep. Doing like do you Christmas. think that it's too intense to do a Christmas card with somebody that you're not married to? Uh, no, as long as you live with the person, I think. Okay. I think you need to be a live-in boyfriend or girlfriend to do a Christmas card. Because the year that we were engaged, Will wouldn't let me send one out. Oh, really? 
Yeah, we engaged got married, totally. Like, yeah, literally two months later. That's fine. Engaged. If you're engaged, definitely. If you're a living, Will was like, "That's sure." I don't know if you've seen the Friends episode where Ross is dating a girl named uh, Mona, and she suggests mm. they send out a holiday card. They haven't been I dating not, that long. I did not. If w- there's a joke with Chandler and Monica, and they're like, "We're not serious enough to do that," and they're married. Mm-hmm. And I said that to Will, and Will's like, "I think that that's." To did he get? Did like, he get we're a little like? Get married. Whoa. We're planning our wedding. No Christmas card. Oh man, just last that's year. a bummer. What a Scrooge! I know. Last year we hadn't told anybody we were pregnant. We announced it on the card. I mean, people knew. Mm, that's but right. like a that's lot right, of our extended right. friends didn't know. That's a good place for announcements. Yeah, I should have put a birth announcement on ours for this year. You should have. I'm going to put like I'm expecting a dog in the next year yeah. on mine, like with a little paw print. Maybe you like, should like. Oh. Take a picture of you with your hands on your stomach, and then like on the back, it's like expecting puppy twenty twenty two. Yeah, was that creepy? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like there's like a there's like a sonogra- you know, a sonogram you, with a little puppy. You have your hands on your stomach, like in the shape of a heart, like mm-hmm. oh those yeah, basic like the, right. pregnancy announcements. Yeah, 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 I like that. I could do that. You could steal someone out. My Summer friend Ray last year sent out like a a Christmas e card that was just her, and I I don't like e- I don't like e cards though. It needs to be like, I want, give me some ink under my finger. It honestly you know? was a great way. Like, she kind of did it last minute and she sent it to me. And I was like, oh my God. I like texted her and she was like, honestly, this has been such a great way to keep in touch with people because mm. I like sent it really last minute. And now people are like texting me. And so we're like okay. catching up for the holidays. That's fu- so you texted it. I, she emailed it. Okay. Like an evite. Got it. Got it. Got it. Card. I would need the, the email collection alone would be a nightmare for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's difficult. But I could text it. Is it weird to text an e-card? No, text an e-card. Uh, okay, maybe I'll do that then. Maybe I'll or make. Or you can do what other people like last year, just put their inst- like post an Instagram like this oh, is yeah. their holiday card. That's what my buddy uh, Merry Christmas. my buddy Ryan did. That shouts to Ryan. Uh, he, uh, he's a member at at uh, Spanish Oaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did. They're just like, hey, didn't send it out this year, but here it is. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I I will double tap. For that reason. Yeah. Anyway. You want to do the mail-in now? Yeah. You may be wondering what the mail-in is. We do our best to answer your questions because you may run into situations in your 20s or 30s that we can help you out with. Get a laugh. Walk away with something useful. And then uh, maybe write in. Give us some content. We got a lot of good questions this week. I'm excited. It's very Christmas themed. It is. It is. How can you help us out? Like I said, write in. Leave a voicemail. All in good fun. Subscribe on iTunes and follow on Spotify. Hit the hotline number to leave said voicemail, 888-362-MAIL. That's 888-362-6245. Or you can write in the link in the Twitter bio at MailInPodcast. Sally, first question. Are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. Hey, guys. Why should Santa presents always be wrapped and how can Sally be so wrong about this? Large items like bites, drums, etc., being obvious exceptions. Would you like to address the Yeah, masses? I kind of wish that Lily was with me here oh. so that we could answer this together. Okay. Dylan started this Twitter poll. Sure. And then I took it to Instagram. And I think, honestly... I have never posted such a controversial topic in my life. And you have posted vaccine And I've talked a lot about vaccines. People were heated. Okay. Um, I kind of assumed this was a regional thing. Because when I was like kind of polling like my friends and things like that. Because I think Dylan and Dave both said that they 
their presents were unwrapped, correct? Dylan for sure, unclear where Dave fell. And then I think, and Will's were wrapped. Yeah. We, like Will and I had talked about this before. Um, I, I thought it was regional, so then I posted a story being like, if your presents were unwrapped, where were you from? Mm-hmm. And then I got all over the place, and then people were like, I was kind of thinking people got confused because they were saying where they were from. I see, yeah. It was like, you didn't understand the and assignment. Then like, but I was like, no. Because, like, and then people were like, oh, but mine were wrapped. And I was like, okay, well, now help. I don't have like a like, good. Thank you, Seattle. But like, I don't, uh, that right. doesn't, yeah. So I assumed maybe it was like kind of a Southern thing. But then like my mom, mm-hmm. who's from Illinois, all of their presents were unwrapped. Like that's why our presents were unwrapped. That is, it's C. It's interesting. So I think it's just very family dependent. And then someone else brought up like, well, maybe... So then I pulled my like co- best college friends. Okay. Okay. How is that cross section as far as like regionality? So everyone's from Texas except for my friend Allegra, who's from LA. Okay. Three, Allegra. Allegra. Three of the five of us had wrapped gifts, and two of the other two, me and my friend Alice, had unwrapped gifts. Okay. And I was like, this is wild to me. And then we were like, maybe it's because Alice and I are from big families. And the people who have mm. lots of kids aren't going to wrap mm. a lot of presents. And someone actually mentioned that in my DMs. I'm like, maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's the variable. But I don't think it is because I also know people who've had unwrapped gifts and they were like the only child. So here's how I feel about it. I Santa gifts are always unwrapped for me. And this is how it was for us when we were kids. Because people were like, well, if it was unwrapped, how'd you know which toys were yours? So they're like, obviously, they were in separate piles, and then your stocking was next to it, so you knew which ones were yours. Oh, hate that. Oh, that just gave me chills. So you would like, we would run downstairs. Sure. There would be presents galore. You'd like, you because you would like get amped. You like saw what they were. You're like, fuck yeah. Okay. And there, your stocking was next to it. And so you'd like run up to your stocking. That's where your shit was. And our Santa kind of worked like this. Like we, once we were a little bit older, we started getting like a group gift. So like mm. one year it was a puppy. Oh, okay. One year it was a golf cart, which was like, I think it was more for my dad. But like, <laughs> it was that. like the family gift <laughs> yeah, yeah. from Santa. Okay. I see. I see. That was like in the middle of the, one time it was an air hockey table. <laughs> Love like that. middle yeah, of the okay. living room. I got you. And then like our stuff was... And then we did get gifts from our parents, like not nearly as much, but it was usually like boring stuff, like clothes, you know, boring stuff when you're a kid. Like and clothes. that was wrapped. And those were wrapped. Okay. Okay. Personally, that's just how it was for me. I feel like I made the point that in a lot of Christmas movies, Santa is like taking unwrapped toys out of his bag and putting them. I see. I mean. By the fireplace and door tree. Okay. But like. Then you look at pictures of Santa and all the presents are wrapped in his bag. Mm-hmm. But then I feel like in movies, they're unwrapped. About half an hour. Okay. Okay. I see, I see the points I on think either side here. It's so polarizing because it brings up people's memories of yeah, Christmas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like, oh, my family memories are better than yours. Or not like, how, right. could, how could you not do that? Like, if I saw my unwrapped Xbox. But I think that Santa, for me, that was the I'd excitement. Like, like we would sit upstairs and like my dad would literally like have to sleep at the foot of the stairs to keep us from like running downstairs. Right, Cause right, like, right. or like I remember 
Christmas morning at like 3 a.m., we would wake up and one of us oh, yeah. would run down and like peek and see what shit we got and then like come mm. back and report to each other. Wow. So you, you just, know? you knew going in. It's not always, but okay. like sometimes. Um, and then my parents got smart. And we're like, we're going to put these out at like 5 a.m. before the kids get up. Cover your so, ears, Randy. I also think I'm just going to pull this card like, guys. <laughs> Are we trying to be carbon neutral or carbon negative like wow. in 2021? Wow. You're in a waste paper wrapping wow. shit? Wow. That's so wasteful. Wow. She went there. We already have too much packaging in general. Like she I went there. got shipped something the other day. It's got like the box, all the shit that's like keeping what the inner box from like bopping around. Mm. Then there's a ton of plastic. Like I don't need all that extra stuff. And then I'm going to like waste wrapping paper and ribbon. Yeah, well, let me turn this back on you, Miss Online Shopper. You do you do all the packaging. You get all the cardboard. I go to the store and pick it up. Okay, that's fine. Ba -ba -ba but I'm saying I'm also not adding additional wrapping paper to it. Correct. So we're neutral. Right, but like think about the people who do shop online. And then wrap. And then wrap. Which I also do. Okay, wasteful. Yeah, you're playing the CO2 card. That's tough. It's 2022 almost. We can't. We and can't here's be, another we can't point. Someone said like that. in my DMs, I think it depends on, or maybe this was on Twitter. It depends on whether or not your parents, AKA Santa, mm -hmm. put together the gift beforehand. Oh, yeah. That was a weird tangent that this went off. But on. I think it makes sense because my friend, Monet, who also has her gifts wrapped, said the same thing. Like, mm. big stuff, obviously, you're not wrapping a bike. But, like, yeah. say you got. Um, I think your example is like a Barbie dream house. A right? Barbie dream house. Okay. okay. Ours were like, or like I, one thing that we for sure got a Barbie motor home. It was mm -hmm. a lituation. Of course. Uh, we, <laughs> that thing was sitting like pristine, like, like ready to go, ready to play with on our like living room coffee table. When we got up, mm, okay. I like still remember the Christmas. And so my parents spent, like all night putting together toys for us, all four, five of us. Um, I think, is it a lazy move of your parents to just wrap the box and not put it together? Like that's kind of fucked up. No, you know why? I think here, let me, let me turn this around again. I think part of the fun was like the morning after with your parents, like assembling. No, that's oh, not Oh, I fun. love doing that. See, I think for me, my memories of Christmas are like immediately playing with toys. Not okay. like waiting okay. for them to be assembled. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Which is another pro for having unwrapped gifts. I, you know what? I'm, I still disagree with the unwrapped gifts, and I disagree with the piles because you, like, you knew your pile. I loved like this, the the ocean of presents that you had to butterfly through and be like, oh, there's me. Oh, that's for See, you. We do that now, but I just like it's so much of our Christmas morning is like running downstairs, seeing our stuff playing with it immediately like, mm. like oh my god like again five kids the sheer time it would take for five kids to open up their presents and like show everyone and do all the stuff yeah 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 like we do that now and we, like one person each gets a gift and it still takes yeah and it's like it's almost like a draft it's like okay like yeah. lily you're next yeah which i i do appreciate though because christmas morning always goes too fast it's always like oh man we have but ours had to go fast because my dad was always on call on Christmas, so we would like oh yeah open that's presents. True. That's true. That those are for a couple too. hours, and then we come back and like ride our bikes or like mm -hmm. hang like do our rollerblades, all this stuff. Did you do um, gifts for Santa? 
Cookies, we et cetera. We cookies. Okay. Um, and like, I think a couple of times carrots for the reindeer. Sure. And one year, okay, one year when we were, and he would like write us letters back sometimes. Oh. Um, like a couple times, not all the time. I think Randy's on writing letter Santa duty for his nieces this year. Yeah. So uh, one year when Emily and Natalie, my old sisters, were really at the cusp of like past, not believing Past anymore. the Santa years. Like yeah. getting close to not believing. Mm-hmm. Being old enough, which I don't even know how old. Like how old are you when you stop believing in Santa? Like I don't know. Is it like a – Like eight? Eight, nine. T- I said I eight like to ten like is kind of like, – fourth grade like and you still believe in santa like fifth grade's too late probably i I don't remember i was probably eight nine yeah in that so uh, i think my sisters were like maybe third and fourth grade Mm -hmm. or like maybe a little younger and my dad's like we gotta i gotta have santa come to the house so my aunt was staying with us and he found a santa impersonator And we stayed up till like we stayed up. It was probably like 10 p.m. Uh, and we we had like a playroom that was on the um, second floor, and we had this like big. We had a hallway that had a railing that like overlooked our entryway. So we hear something on the roof, which was actually my dad throwing a basketball on the roof to make it sound like reindeer wow, had landed. This is a production. And then Santa like snuck in through the side and acted like mm. he was coming out of the chimney. Wow. And our tree was in our entryway, so we could, like, see him putting stuff around the tree. So we were, like, sitting on the railing, like, just like overlooking. And then, like, Natalie and Emily, like, snuck down at the foot of our stairs to, like, see Santa. And it probably sustained us for, like, a year or two it's, It set him back we big were, time. And, like, my dad was like, you should have heard all of y'all, like, telling your friends that you saw Santa. Like, wow. But – that ended up backfiring because the way that Natalie found out that Santa wasn't real was because she found a picture of my mom and my aunt with the Santa impersonator. Oh, see? Yep. And she was like, what the hell is this? (laughs) So, yeah. I don't – I mean, obviously, everyone should do their own thing. But when kids start comparing, you're like, my gifts are wrapped and yours aren't. It's tough. It's tough out there in the streets. Yeah. Or in the living rooms. Yeah. We had one one year, last point before we move on here, one year, or every, I guess a lot of the years, because we had traditionally white Christmases. Right. So we would be in Rochester at my grandparents' house, and there would always be like feet of snow on the ground. So we would put out reindeer dust, you know, we would just do the cookies and the milk and the letter, and then we'd do reindeer dust in the front yard or the backyard, I guess. Yeah. One year... We would, you know, you'd go out and check to see if the reindeer came. One year, there was like deer tracks and like sled marks. Yeah. And to this day, I don't know how that happened. And my grandfather slash dad slash moms never told me there was no footprints and sleigh marks and reindeer feet or deer feet. Santa is real. Sally, I'm not going to say he's not real, but I was, to this day, I'm still like, God, I don't get that one. I don't get that one. How do you make unexplainable? And I I always thought that was kind of cool. Yeah. And I was like, at some point at Thanksgiving years, I was like, how the fuck did you guys My do that? My dad really like, oh, prided himself one year on like putting ashes on like in front of the fireplace and then putting what mm. looked like reindeer, like paws. <laughs> they were in, in your house. And I, I, we were like... 
really ate it up as kids. And then like thinking back, I'm like, the reindeer came inside. Like, yeah, they were they were here. <laughs> that was a poor choice. Like <laughs> it's dangerous. I don't like a lot it would make more on. sense if it was like an elf. But it was yeah, like yeah, yeah. he like had made his own reindeer hooves in the like in the ashes. Wow. He was real thrilled with it. Yeah. I like that. We also uh we would we hung our stockings. They would traditionally be off the beam above right. the living room. And so we would have to go get them yeah. and bring them down versus like them marking our pots. I think I it's like. crazy that people wrap gifts inside the stockings. That's so much wrapping paper for like oh, no, little I, things. No, no, no. I don't, I don't. Our stocking was all, always unwrapped. We'd yeah, more or less like, dump it out. And uh, individually and wrapping socks. like lip balms and shit is very unnecessary. That's a lot. No, that's too much. That's too much. But like I'm going to wrap up my kids' PS6. No. And, and, uh, Will thinks that Santa. we're going to be a rap family and he's wrong. Oh, he I even like told him in a text the other day. I was like, "No, we'll wrap. We're not wrapping." Breaking news. He's like, "He's like, oh, Sally finally folded. We're wrapping." <laughs> no, we're not. Oh my! Oh, just, well, you know what you could wrap under the tree, though. What? How about a quip? A kit from Quip, perhaps. Yeah. Your mouth gives a lot this time of year, like mistletoe makeouts, karaoke parties, and holiday libations. So give it the gift of better oral care with Quip. How about that? How about that copy? The gift of clean mouth, teeth, right, and good smelling breath. Talking to in-laws, potentially developing a taste for fruitcake, enjoying one too many candy canes, perhaps. That's why you are going to need Quip. Between small talk to the holiday company party, enjoying all of the holiday festivities this year. Your mouth is going to need help, and that's why Quip is here to save you. Timed sonic vibrations with 30-second pulses guide a dentist-recommended two-minute clean in a lightweight and sleek design for adults and kids with no wires or bulky charger to weigh you down. A multi-use travel cover, by the way, that doubles as a mirror mount for less clutter that I've used pretty much every weekend over the last The best thing about Quip is that it can be on your mirror and then packs in your travel bag so easily. And you mm-hmm. don't forget your toothbrush because it's right there. It's literally in front of your face. Exactly. Reusable handles in a range of sleek metal hues, including best-selling all black and all pink, as well as bright plastic colors, sure to make a pop to your bathroom counter. And if you're already keeping your mouth in tip-top shape, why not earn some rewards while you're at it, huh? Upgrade your Quip to a new smart motor. To one, track and improve your brushing with the free Quip app. And two, earn amazing rewards like free refills, products, target gift cards, and more. How about you're, you're staying healthy and earning at the same time, Sally. Can you imagine that? Come on. Mm-hmm. Beyond just the brush, Quip has a whole line of stocking stuffers for everyone on your list, like floss, floss string that expands to clean, and reusable floss picks that replaces over 180 disposable picks with every refill. They also have gum and mouthwash. That's four times concentrate plus good for you and the planet. If you go to getquip.com slash mail-in right now, on top of their holiday savings, you'll get your first refill free. That's right. Your first free refill and up to 40% off bundles at getquip.com slash mail in. That's G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash mail in. Quip, the good habits company. How about a voicemail cell? Let's do it. Hey, Brett. Hey, Sally. It's Big Matt from Michigan. Shouts to Will. Hope you guys are doing great. Sorry, that's the dog. Had a quick one for you. Would love your taste. Uh, slated to be best man in my longtime friend and roommate wedding coming up here in a couple weeks. 
and very excited about that. But, you know, already kind of did the bachelor party, just a pseudo one, very small, uh, quick, and standing up, got to pay for the tux rental and all that. <laughs> My overall question for you is, if you're standing in the wedding, does your gift get, does your gift change? Obviously, you got to cover the plates, you know, for you and your date that are going to the wedding, and he's a good friend of mine. So in the long run, I'm going to be more generous than not, and that's how I like to be and how I hope others like to be as well. But, you know, it does add up between the tux rental and the dinner and the bachelor party cost. So the question is, does the gift get knocked back? Or as someone who's in the wedding and contributing, are you excused from a gift? I'm of the camp, you still got to give a gift. But, you know, I just got me thinking, what's etiquette when you are in the wedding and not just a guest? Would love the taste. Hope you guys are great. Bye. In the wedding, Sal, but not um, wondering how, how big to make the gift still. Uh, you still give a gift. I don't think you're required to give multiple gifts. Personally, this always was really confusing to me in the beginning of like my wedding season. Your wedding phase. Phase. When I had friends who'd have like multiple showers that I was like invited to the shower and the wedding, et cetera, you're like, do I get them a gift for the shower and the wedding? And like a couple friends I did, I'm like, this is freaking expensive. Mm-hmm. You get one gift, okay? You give it to them in the shower, great, they got the gift. You don't owe them another gift for the wedding. Someone finally told me that, thank God, because I was like, I spent like $1,000 on a friend and mm-hmm. I was very broke. Yeah. Um, I get what he's saying because he's like, He's one of his best friends. You want to give a good gift. He's also spending all this money to like be in the wedding. Mm-hmm. I have said this on record before. I've like given the same gift to every single person ever. We actually stopped doing it, um, mostly because I'm like out of the wedding phase now, and mm-hmm. I just I don't have the like forethought to order these things. But I gave every person a personalized charcuterie board from a heirloom. Uh, that was in the state, like it's a shape state of Texas, yep. which is a awesome cutting board. They have all the states, but like Texas obviously is the best one because of like the sheer size of it. And it's like a good shape. We yeah. gave a Florida one once and it was like tiny and it's stupid. Yeah. But it doesn't like have a Texas handle, has a great shape and it like, you know, you're not, you've got Colorado, you're just a square. So it's like sure. weird. You know? Sure. Yeah, it's it's total square. Um, Same Wyoming. I think New York and Michigan are actually pretty decent because they're like recognizable and they're big enough. Sure. Yeah. But like we did a California one. I was like, this was a mistake too. It's like a sliver of wood. <laughs> uh, but it would like ha- you could stamp like a heart where they got married and like put- engrave the date. And oh, the okay, that's fun. So I did that for everyone, regardless of who it was. Like if I was going to their wedding and I was in it, they got it. If I was not in it, they got it. So that was easy, and it was, like, my go-to gift. Um, I think if you're in it and they're a close friend, it means more to, like, give something that's personal. Versus a Venmo or something Versus, like, like some plates. Yeah. So if you can give them a gift that, like, they'll remember and not spend a ton of money on it, like, mm-hmm. that's always a good way to go. Yeah, I don't hate that. Or if you want to like hit the registry up for something easy, hey, your new fork set, buddy, that's on me. And here's like a sentimental piece that didn't cost me anything. Right. Perfect. I, if I'm in the wedding or out of the wedding, I try to personalize all, every gift I give. 
I try to personalize it more if I'm in the wedding. If I'm not yeah. in the wedding, I'm like, you get something off the registry now. That's, that's totally fair. Totally fair. Because like that's what they registered for. It. They want. They it, did. You know. They certainly did. New sheets. Click. Yeah. Uh, puppy trainer gate. Click. Mm-hmm. All you. Or all me, I guess. Or if you're me, you just give pizza stones engraved with your initials on them. Yeah. Still something, have 12 left. One thing we did that um, when Will was best man for like some of our best friends is we gave the bride and groom, we gave him a guayabara and her like a Mexican. A guayabara? Like, Isn't that a. Uh, Mexican wedding shirt. Oh, uh, I thought that was a South American rodent. No. I mean, I it's don't know. It's a capybara, maybe. sorry. Uh, the guayabara is pretty popular in Texas. They're like buttoned down. Yeah, short okay. sleeves. I think I know. Like yeah, usually I went in and have stitching, and then you can put their initials on it. And then we gave her a shirt from a brand called Meagle and Drina. Like, has like a lot of beautiful embroidery because they were like honeymooning in Belize, mm. and it like made sense. And then they could wear them again. Like so that. something like that is kind of yeah. cool. Um, I don't think you have to go. All but if you're out, already paying a ton yeah. of money, touch rentals two hundred bucks. Uh, bachelor parties a grand. Like you're already dishing. You don't need to go above and beyond. Yeah. And I think any friend that is a good friend will understand that. Totally. You're like being in the wedding and all that that that, that entails mm-hmm. is a gift in itself. But like also, I think I'm at the age now where like we gave gifts and then when we got married and recently I'm like, I just want cash. Yeah. So like yeah, yeah. yeah. Giving them a card with some cash in it is also nobody fine. is ever gonna be like, Oh fuck, cash. Can't you gave me cash. How rude. Yeah, how rude. Yeah. Oh, shoot. Again, here's a favorite, and it's easy to do, and it can be personal. Give them a Christmas ornament. Don't hate that. Can never have enough ornaments. My friend did it for me last year, mm-hmm. and it was like the best thing. Like We were like, this is our favorite wedding gift. Yeah, because you can see it. It's fun. It's personal. Even if it's not at Christmas. like You can still give them a Christmas Just ornament. Displaying that. Oh no! I see, okay, I see. But what you're like, saying. you yeah. can give them like the newlywed ornament, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. And then like they have that for forever, and they'll remember, and that can be cheap. Do you still have your wedding cake? Uh, What's no. that thing you're supposed to eat it a year after? You eat it a year after. Okay. You usually like freeze it. We actually, because we got married in Laguna Beach, um, the bakery that made it in California mm-hmm. gave us a cake. Like they will make you a cake a year later, the same one, like a tasting. Oh, cake. okay. And we actually went back for our anniversary, so we got it. Big mistake. It was not as good Ooh, the second time. Dang. And we were kind of like this. And we had to like drive 20 minutes to go get it because the bakery was like in Dana Point, not Laguna Beach. Uh, and I was kind of like, mm, could have just gotten some cake. Yeah. Could have just been like, I mean, it, like the point is that you're like, it's an anniversary tradition. It's not probably that good, even unfrozen a year later, but you still do it. I hear you. Okay. I think we got that. Yeah. We, we kind of got that around. Um, you want to do the next one? Yeah. Hey, Brett and Sally, what is an appropriate Christmas gift to get someone you've been talking to for a few months and think things are getting a bit more serious? For context, we've been close friends for a few years, and over the last few months, things have gotten a lot less friendly and a lot more flirty. With her asking me to come stay with her for a weekend, okay. Obviously don't want to get her anything serious, but not sure what is an acceptable gift for a girl who you're pretty sure you're a bit more than friends with. Thanks, love the pod. Situationship gifts, Sally. I have a great answer for this. Hit me. An experience. Ooh. Experience over material things. I love that. Love because that. Because. Cosign. It can be, it, 
like a material thing is difficult because even like if you're dating someone but it hasn't been that long, <clears throat> it's really especially like giving a girl like jewelry. Or yeah, it's can get it's too either intense. too much or too little, right? It's like, oh, here's a bottle of wine. Right. And yeah, They're or like, like here's a candle, which is like nice, mm, but like yeah. she probably got a candle from her friend. Mm -hmm. You know? I think that can be difficult when you're in the stage of like I'm not in a serious relationship yet. Yeah. And like I, I don't know either what they like or I'm worried that I'm gonna give them something they don't like, or I think jewelry's always like a little iffy if you're like not serious because you don't want to spend yeah, that much money on someone. Right. So then you don't want to get them like cheapo jewelry, you know what I'm saying? Totally. So here, like, I think a great thing to do would be, like, a staycation for a night at mm. a fun hotel where one of you live, like, something kind of swanky. I like that. Yes, yeah, um, I like that. Tickets to a concert or, like, a comedy show, um, something like that. We were actually, I was just texting my sister's boyfriend about this because he was going to get her possibly tickets to something. And then I said, as much as I think she would like what you're um proposing she he's proposing no 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 proposing oh, for uh, a gift you were breaking something um <laughs> i was like she likes material things and he's like yeah <laughs> he's like honestly the last okay. two years and i've given her experiences like i think she, it's time he's i like, have oh. to give her like a material oh, okay. piece of something like jewelry or whatever she wants i was like yeah but i Experience gifts for me, especially with your significant other, are always a great idea. Like, will yeah. I still do that? I like that. Um, we did, he did a staycation for me one time, like I think for my birthday, but we didn't even take it until like right after Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. um, and we went to Hotel Havana down in San Antonio. Very but cool. like some kind of cool boutique hotel or something like that, mm -hmm. where you like pay for dinner and y'all go to the hotel and whatever. That's always fun. And that's like low pressure because you clearly have already done it. You've gone to her. You know what I'm saying? Like you've already gone to visit her. Yeah. So you're essentially doing a staycation wherever she lives. Mm -hmm. So like upping the ante a little bit and like not having it be like a basically like an advanced date night. I like that. Advanced date night is solid. Yeah. And you can kind of do it whenever. Like you can either present it to her like, hey, I'm Here's taking a coupon, you on a staycation. Right? Yeah. This is where we're going to go. You pick the weekend. Or if you know when she's available – Pick the weekend for her and y'all just do it. Does this include like dinner, uh, drinks, hotel? I mean, yeah, it can, yeah. can get expensive. But if also if you're just like, even if you were like have an event together or you have like an event and you're like, hey, mm -hmm. like got us a hotel for like, Ooh. like for the night at whatever. Classy. That can be like mm -hmm. somewhere fun. Yeah, I and, agree. Like don't do a holiday in. Like do like somewhere that's like, you know. <laughs> a level up. Yeah, but even one night, you don't have to do like a whole no, weekend's no, no, no. worth. I like that. Um, or tickets to a show. The only thing I will say with that is like you risk, like if you ask them, <clears throat> you get them tickets to like the Bieber concert in April and then y'all aren't together in April. Like you got to find a friend to go with you to Bieber. You That's know? true. That's true. You know what? You probably can find somebody. You but probably can find someone. Or yeah. Them. If you're getting the six month away concert and what if, what yeah. if she's like, ooh. Yeah. Thank you, but like I don't, I don't know yet. Yeah, I like that. Okay, that's good. To, I don't, I don't have a better answer. That's a, that's perfect. I experience I kind of had that epiphany because I was like, I don't think like a material thing you can, <clears throat> but all of them might feel it's hard to like. It's hard to dial it in. Well, perfectly. and and you don't know how they're like. If you give them a candle or blanket, like we were talking about a couple weeks ago, like giving someone's parents, are they going to be like, mm. really? 
Give me a blanket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then you're like, oh, I got you like a necklace. And they're like, what the fuck? You're you like, got me a whoa, necklace? Whoa, like, hang on no. a second. Yeah. So that's a little harder, especially if you're not dating and you don't know them well enough to like know their tastes. It's a good call. It's a good call. Randy goes Cole's cash in that situation. Yeah. Um, you could give them a uh, a Noom mood subscription if you're feeling like it. You could. You could. Mental health has become an everyday conversation at this point. Whether you're doom scrolling Twitter, watching the news, etc., mental health, I I'd argue that it's it's taking a toll on our mental health more than ever. You know what I'm saying, Sal? Mm-hmm. Learning to manage daily stress and anxious thoughts is something we all want, but many of us don't know where to begin, and that's where Noom Mood is here to help. They guide you to mental wellness and give you the tools you need to tackle stress so you'll feel empowered to take on whatever life throws at you. I've been uh, in a couple of stressful situations lately, you could say, uh, between family and health and work and et cetera, mm-hmm. and Noom Mood is there for me at every turn. I use it daily which I haven't done before. And it's kind of cool to have like a thing that's, that's there for you yeah. like that. Um, since I've used, since I've started using the program, it's like not necessarily super meditation kind of stuff, which you can do on new mood if you want, but it's more just managing your thoughts and compartmentalizing things. And it's helped me get through my days. Yeah. It's Mental been great. health is probably the most important gift you can give yourself. Absolutely. And new mood is helping you do that. Backed by science, lessons based on psychological principles that teach you about your relationship with stress and anxiety. The thing about being more comfortable in anxiety and stressful situations is knowing exactly what your body's going through. And the information on that can help you um, get through it because you know exactly what's happening. It also holds your hand, the app, with a daily curriculum coupled with one-on-one coach that guides and encourages you on your journey. It's accessible and convenient, only taking 10 minutes a day, which you can do whenever and wherever. One size does not fit all when it comes to managing your stress and anxiety. You can navigate the program at your own pace, and you'll also have the support of a coach along the way. Like I said, as experts in behavior change, Noom has helped millions of people through their weight loss program too, so they can, uh, so you know they can help tackle stress as well. Taking care of your mental wellness is empowering. All you need is 10 minutes a day, and it's an app, so it's there for you anytime, anywhere. Worry less and feel happier, like I have. Sign up for your trial at noom.com slash mail-in. That's N-O-O-M dot com slash mail-in. Next one, Sal? Let's do it. Brett and Sally. Of the following reality shows, rank them by how likely you are to win them. The Challenge, Love Island, and Survivor. Ready, go. Okay, I haven't seen Survivor. I haven't seen... In like at least... It's been a decade for me. We're at, where I actually years. watched it, yeah. Yeah, probably more. Uh, yeah. Actually, okay. The last Survivor I saw was Survivor Australia when they like still okay. were bouncing around to different locations, mm-hmm. which literally might have been 20 years ago. I oh think boy. it was like 2002 or 2003. <laughs> okay. But you um, know the gist of it. So I still know the gist. I'm assuming it hasn't really changed. I would think it's pretty pretty standard. What are they, they're like season like 42 of Survivor. Yeah. And now they have like an island they just like do it on all the time, I think. That's fair. That's fair. Saves costs. Uh, I'm going to... 
I wish Amazing Race was on here. Okay. Like, I will keep well, thinking of the Amazing. Why don't you flip flop Survivor and Amazing Race? Because Survivor, I'm the same as you. I haven't seen it in, in more than a decade. I get the gist. It's kind of like the challenge to me. Yes. And I also think Survivor has, well, Survivor has a political aspect to it yeah. that the challenge also has. Mm -hmm. Whereas Amazing Race is more of a mental and physical. Like Survivor is like, Kind of like Big Brother, brother with like actual challenges, like yes, a physical aspect, very mental game. Yeah, or is yeah. So okay, let's flip flop Amazing Race and Survivor. Then I'm just gonna say that because I don't watch Survivor and I okay. I don't really watch Amazing Race either, but I used to, and I really think that I would be good at it. Okay, so if we're putting that in there, given the right partner, I think that I could win Amazing Race. Really, I have an innate sense of direction. Like I you just are good because your husband does not. Yeah, I literally you can like plot me in the middle of nowhere, and I or like a random city or whatever, and I can one point to where North is at all times. Okay, and two, I like I can look at something and be like, okay, that's where we have to go. Like mm -hmm. looking at a map, going one way one time, and like remembering, okay, that's where we went. Now we like got to go back to that way. Physically, like, I don't know that I am the strongest competitor. Okay. Which is why I don't think I'd be as good at the challenge. Uh, but the, like, um, organizational skills I think it takes and, like, my sense of direction, my ability to, like, talk my way through stuff with people, mm -hmm. I think I'd be good at. Okay. So that would depend, though, on me having, like, a really strong partner, too. Yeah. You would need one. We we have talked on this show before about how you can put a map in front of either one of us, and it's like a kid, a five year old with an iPad. Right. I will just like stop talking, zone into the right. map, and just explore. Like I think finagling your way. We at, actually might be pretty good. Yeah. At Amazing Race. Um. I also think Love Island. Like having being a married person, this is like more difficult for me to answer. Sure. Love Island to me is. Very much mostly luck. Absolutely. And it's it's less about being I mean, it is being about is about being likable, but you mm -hmm. also have to I think the people that go in early have a way better chance of winning because your people know you more. Totally. How how many non first like ten people have won Love Island? One person in the couple is always new. Or uh, it or always starts. It's always one of the like OGs or yeah. like was on in like the first like two or three episodes. Yeah. I think the person who won last year or the couple that won last year were the like longest running couple, but neither of them started at the beginning. Gotcha. Um, I, I have told this to Will. I would be horrible at the challenge. Like yeah. horrible. I'm not a runner. I <laughs> Puzzles. Quote, I would be great at. Yeah. What's shocking about the challenge is their puzzles are like literal basic arithmetic. Like, Correct. Yeah. It's like 276 times six and people, it like blows people's minds. Like they cannot yeah. like fathom, fathom doing like, math like that. I mean, they're like sitting there like, you know, like writing stuff out. I'm like, this is literally not that hard. Mm -hmm. Like. The fact that they don't don't understand like what PIMDOS is or like 
how to divide things yeah. is like shocking to me. Yeah. And I feel like they cast almost like a caricature challenge person. Right. Like they, the big buff like dude. And there or are the people who are like, quote, good at puzzles. Like, yeah. again, I think that I would be the good at puzzles person, but like mm-hmm. my political game would suck. And okay. like, you're too, physically, di- you're too direct. I'm too direct. And like, I also like would cut too many deals and then like mm. obviously lie. I see. That yeah, I wouldn't be good that, for though. my word. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you'd be, you'd, you'd end up being everybody would vote you off because you'd be like, I would have fucked somebody over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> everybody I, would, would be one day, they'd be like, wait, wait a second. You have a deal too? And the it's issue like, is that like now, to win on the challenge, you have to, like, it's really hard for a rookie to win on the challenge. Sure. Unless they're physically, like, really Dominant. good. yeah. And I'm not physically good enough to even make it past the rookie stage. So then, like, you also have to have the relationships with people. So if we're going in order, I think okay. I'd go Amazing Race, Love Island, the challenge. Interesting. Okay. I think I would agree with that with you. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that, that's... I think the yeah. challenge... An amazing race take the most skill. Yes. The challenge probably takes the most skill. Yeah. Especially physically. And I I'm here to say I'm not coordinated, I'm not athletic, I'm not a runner. I think being a runner puts you in at such an advantage on the challenge. Like literally just being able to sprint like and have totally. endurance. And totally. I have I can do neither of those. <laughs> I can't remember the last time I sprinted. That's fine. I'm playing me. hockey, beer league hockey for like the first time in six years and I'm winded beyond belief i like always blame it on my lungs that i can't run but i legitimately just hate running so that would like i'd be the person walking like and they yeah. would all be yelling at yeah me. i would be and a lot of men on the challenge are like the beefed up right b- bodybuilders and i just i lose whatever bet right. like you know when they they put each other on their backs and yeah. like walk toward i'd be I'm like, like eh, what do you I'm want me to do yeah so the challenge is i agree with you that is third in my list yeah Amazing Race would be number two in my list, even though I think I'd be good at it. But I think I would win Love Island. Oh, wow. Why? Because I would I would know what I – like I would have a strategy going in. And that would be pair up early yeah. and stay together no matter what. And just the likability part would be tough though because you can't be boring but – You can't be you boring also, you also need to be more attractive than I am. So that's tough. And then be like the boring married couple that Correct. no one cares about. But you also have to strike a balance of like you don't want to pair up and then people think you're being – like you're not being genuine and then you're just staying together because you want to stay on the show. Oh, you would have to sell it. Yeah. You'd really have to sell it. And the, the likability would be a problem because I think I would be too boring on the challenge. But from like uh, am I ever going to fight with this person? Can I like – be with this person for however long it is like i could do that yeah yeah if we if we had a talk if we had a chat we could i, I whoever i was with we could win i'm pretty sure Knock you also me. like can't pull them aside and be like no because hey, you're, you're like, mic'd up. up no 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 it would be up. it would it would be strategic it would be political it would be uh-huh. a political victory more than like a yeah and maybe you just genuinely fall in love how about that you could do that too but I think I I think I would know what I'm doing on the on Love Island. I'm not like hot enough to be on. Love I, well, Island. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not hot enough either. But like, if I, if I'm I, too old now. Yeah, if I had the physical attributes that 99 percent of those like folks do, a eight pack and tattoos. 
to-dos, yes. To-dos. An eight-pack to-dos and, and hilariously tan skin. They all just get spray tans like every totally. four days. Totally. And like Brazilian waxes, like their yeah. whole bodies. The, they, there's not a hair on any one of those people in the whole place, men or I women. Would get so fat on that show. I guess like all they do is work out. <clears throat> Literally time. all they do is like in the morning, it's just like, and they've woken up and now yeah. they're waking up and now they're in the pool and now they're hammered and mm-hmm. now you do it all over again. Good question. Uh, yeah. Good question. Let's do, uh, let's do some, some words from our friends at ExpressVPN, Sally. Happy holidays to you guys. It's the season of giving, but you've already given enough to your internet service provider. If you haven't been using ExpressVPN every time you've gone online this year, here's what I'm talking about. The enormous internet bill, yeah, you pay that every month. But every time you go online without ExpressVPN, your provider like AT&T or Verizon can see and log every single website that you visit. Hear that, Randy? Every single one that you visit. And yes, that includes all the sites you see in incognito mode, Randy. Sheesh. On top of overcharging you, they're also legally allowed to sell all your browsing activity to third-party advertisers for massive prospects. Pro, excuse me, profits. And that's why I'm done giving up to my internet service provider. And I always go online with ExpressVPN. The app encrypts and reroutes 100% of my network data through their secure server so my provider cannot see a thing. It couldn't be easier to use, too. Simply fire up ExpressVPN on any of your devices, phone, laptop, whatever. Tap one button to connect, and that's it. Unlike your internet service provider, ExpressVPN is committed to your privacy. And that's huge. Their privacy policy has even been audited by third parties, so you can rest assured that your data is not being logged by anyone. You've given enough to your ISP this year. It's time for you to start taking so take back your internet privacy with the VPN rated number one by TechRadar and Mashable. Visit expressvpn.com mail and get three extra months of ExpressVPN for free. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash M-A-I-L. Expressvpn.com mail to learn more. Last one, Sal. Hey, guys. Everybody has been getting more food to go with the pandemic. I need the definitive opinion on how much to tip on takeout. If I go pick up the order myself, I always struggle with how much to tip. Tip is supposed to be for service, right? But I feel like a dick if they hand me the receipt and they just watch me sign a $0 tip. I'm also more likely to tip if it's a small local place. Additionally, do you have a standard for how much to tip food delivery people? Thanks. This is actually something I struggle with, too. I've, I've done both. I've gone back and forth on this. I don't know what to do, Sal. I don't know what the etiquette is on this. And someone the other day said something. They were like, are we out of the point of the pandemic where we like don't have to tip everyone like an insane amount 40%. Anymore? And then I like felt bad because I was like, you know what? Our service people do a lot for us. They do. They certainly do. And um, I I think that especially if you have the means to give mm-hmm. you should but then you like if uh, i ordered so we went out um on saturday and my brother and his girlfriend babysat for us and i ordered them italian food like on postmates mm-hmm. 
or Uber Eats, I think, because I didn't have time to go get it before, but I was like, I'm going to buy them dinner since they're babysitting for us. Sure. Between the delivery fee, the tip, all the other crap, it was like an insane amount. It's crazy out it there like in the streets. It was like 50% of what the actual bill was when yeah. you pay for everything. And you're like, mm-hmm. damn. But like, I also, if someone's driving to my house, like I should tip them. Like, yep. they're like, I don't know what fees... They actually like how much they actually make. Yeah, I need a bro. I need an itemized receipt. If I'm ordering right. from a third party service like a DoorDash or a Postmates, how much are you taking, Postmates, and how much is the mom right. and pop Italian shop taking? I need to know that ahead right. of time because I will tip more. I, I kind of like build it into that because I'm like whatever they're taking is like the fee in my mind, and then I'll tip you based on. I don't know. Right. I don't know what, how, I'm, how like, I'm trying to do that. But Then I'm like, okay, really like 15 to 20% should be good enough. And then when you're ordering something online, you're like, well, that's like only a few dollars. But then like if you keep doing that all the time, that really adds up. That can get really expensive. It's the fee, the tax, right. the delivery fee. It goes up. It goes, It gets – like all of a sudden you order a large pizza and it's $31 to get it delivered. You're like, yeah. wait a second. Like yeah. that is a ton. So my – where I've kind Randy's of been at, at this, like, what are we talking about? Is I'll do fifteen to twenty, like, okay. for delivery drivers, et cetera. Mm. I yep. try to like, especially for the driver, I try to be like a little more generous because I totally feel like they're really having to do the brunt of the work. Mm-hmm. I get what this guy's saying. If you're ordering takeout, that is the big question. And or like, here's another one: at restaurants, when you get counter service. So you like order at the counter and then they bring it to you, but like that's it. You're like busting your own table, et cetera. Yeah. How much are you tipping then? Sally, I don't know. Sometimes I tip, sometimes I don't. Like if I get a sub at Thundercloud and it's six dollars and there's like a tip option, I always just do a dollar because I'm like, I don't I don't want to put zero because right. you just I, I just watched you make my sandwich. Right. And I appreciate that. But I'm also like I'm I'm doing a lot. I'm just I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say that I have struggled with this, and I I will also admit that I, in the past, have been a bad tipper, which is like something that was brought to my attention by Will when we first started dating. He was like, "Sally, you're a bad tipper. You got to tip more than that." Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Well, you don't tip on tax and and like honestly, it took Will being like." I was a waiter, and it, like, is such a kick in the nuts if you get a shitty tip. Agreed. And truthfully, especially, like, it's also taken me not a long time, but, like, being more of an adult to realize, like, sometimes when you're waiting on something or your food is wrong or whatever, it's not always the waiter or the delivery person's fault. Correct. Usually, so it's, usually getting, it's not. Their they're fault. the one who's getting screwed yeah. because. So, like, if you really have a huge issue with something that wasn't specifically related to the service, like they got your order wrong or the kitchen took forever, or whatever. If you're really that upset about it, like, bring it up with the manager, not like in mm-hmm. a caring way, but like, hey, this was upsetting. Unless literally the waiter is just like being a huge dick or like did something on purpose. Yeah, there there's scenarios where, you, but you, like. A lot of the time when you're frustrated, they're not they're not the reason. And I think too, being in a job where I am providing a service and obviously like I'm not getting tipped like my I bill by the hour or whatever, but I receive a lot of the brunt of like basically people's like 
customer service complaints mm-hmm. because yes. say our surgery schedule is running late <clears throat> or the surgeon's running late or, you know, something like the, um, most of the time it's cause we're running late and like, yeah, there's but nothing I'm, can, right. I'm the last person they see before they go to sleep and like they're pissed about it because yeah. they haven't eaten and they are nervous about surgery and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And a lot of times it has nothing to do with what my job is, but you are Correct. the one, the like one who takes the brunt of it. So I think <sighs> I don't really have a hard and fast rule, unfortunately. I, I'm going to say this. I like if you're takeout. 15 if your delivery 20 and in person i'm always between 20 and 25 i think that's a great rule and i think um like if you're going to like pick up a pizza from domino's and they literally didn't do anything besides hand you the pizza like <laughs> yeah, put it in there i'm like less electric oven, yeah yeah to me too that's a no them. that's a no tip situation for me uh, but maybe that's maybe that's rude. Maybe right. maybe, maybe I'm. I I'm honestly mistaken need there. the service people to reach out to me. Please DM me if you feel like I'm being really egregious. I, I also am like. Part of me wants to start spending less money, so I'm like, maybe I need to stop getting food delivery if this is going to be this like. Oh, I've become a huge takeout guy for yeah. this reason specifically because delivery fees on but the that's apps the issue. are up like, like crazy. All of those apps are. Killing the restaurants. I know. So like, but I that's how I discover sushi restaurants. And then I call or I just go to their website and their delivery, their online delivery function is through one of them. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't, I don't know what to do. Do I just call every restaurant and order directly? Yeah. Is that the move? Does that help? Yeah. Please let me know. Mom think, and pop shops out there. I think I kind of agree with your hard and fast rule. Like if you're, it's a counter service or you're, Picking it up, like <clears throat> even to me, like ten to fifteen. At, like yeah, yeah, part, yeah. sometimes when I like look at the bill and it's like seven dollars, I'm like, okay, you get a dollar. That's yeah, I think that's pretty standard because it's all, yeah, twelve bucks and right. I'm like here, but then if bucks. it's like a pizza delivery man, I'm like, well, you just like drove all the way over here yep. and like had to like go through my bullshit apartment gate and like get up here, like yeah, that oh yeah, that deserves higher percentage for sure, for sure. And then in service restaurants or bartenders, I always. But here's an issue that Will and I have had with delivery lately. I, I think like three or four times, and we only did this like kind of knew this because people were like ordering food for us when we had Fritz. Mm-hmm. Straight up, just never got delivered. Ooh. And a lot okay. of times when like people are paying for stuff, when like say you're like doing Uber Eats, you can add the tip on pre-delivering. Mm-hmm. So there's like no. I don't know if it's like where we live or people just like don't care to make the effort or they're leaving it and someone's taking it. It's tough. But it's happened so many times. Damn. That stinks. So I've just kind of like given up on getting food delivered and I just go pick it up myself. Yeah. With my old apartment complex, it was if there's too many too many like key fob points that you had to hit before uh-huh. you could get to my apartment. So delivery just became Delivering to my leasing office, which would require me going to get it. Right. Which I mean, was we did not, that when we lived in an apartment. It was not a long or not a short walk, yeah. which I would found out um, later on in my moving quote that I was, did I ever say, tell you that? Uh-uh. My moving quote doubled because of the walk from my freight elevator to my, oh, that's my door. And I was like, that should have been 
involved in the quote. But, but I see, like, I'm more likely to tip someone like that, <clears throat> like a mover or totally, yeah, my hairstylist or yeah. like my manicurist because I like just spent time with them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Tipping, tipping's an int- interesting like. And each person has their yeah. own thing. I think it's really crazy, like when you go to other countries and you don't tip at all. Oh, like, is it built? It's built in. Like uh, I think in Spain, a lot of countries in Europe, it's like built into the price, so it's like gotcha. rude yeah. to tip. And oh. then like people who come here are like, "What? I'm supposed to tip on this?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Remember when you didn't have to tip on Ubers? Oh yeah, I, I don't tip on Ubers. I, I give them five stars. I don't really tip on Ubers. Though. It depends. It depends oh, yeah. If me. it's a 4 a.m. airport ride, yes. Well, like we took an Uber from Deep Eddy to our apartment. It's like literally a mile, not maybe a mile. And it was $25. Yeah. No, no. Uber prices are and Lyft prices are far too high nowadays. But then I feel bad. I'm like, how much of that did they see? I was an Uber driver back in my day. When I walked uphill both ways to school, I think it was 75, 25. Okay. In Boston when I Uber drove. But then the prices were like Big tech, $4. Dollars. fucking us out of everything, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know why the prices are so, and they have been. It's pandemic related to a point, I'm sure. But then there's like, is it not enough drivers? Is it, what is the issue? Yeah. Why have Uber prices quadrupled in the last two years? Still cheaper than a DWI though, you guys, so... True. Don't drive drunk. Very true. Uh, Sally, I have a shower thought before we get out of here. Okay. Will does a thing that I'm jealous of. Okay. He has a bunch of friends on Find Friends. Okay. And I used to think Find Friends was like creepy. Yeah. And like privacy um, limiting, which I guess it is. But I think it's so cool to have like all of your boys on Fine Friends and just be like, oh, he's at like a, my favorite bar back home. Well, Earl, like, Matt what are they Pardo? doing? I get that. Yeah. Is that what it is? Are we just Matt Pardos that we like to explore and be like, what are people doing? I think that's so cool. Like, oh, I, he's, at, he's at Mammoth Mountain Skiing. Like, that's awesome. So, Will's friends are a special breed, although I follow a lot of my friends on Fine Friends and it's kind of nice just because you can be like, Honestly, for some of my friends, we're really bad at keeping in touch. And some of them like live in Austin or like their parents live in Austin. So I'll see yeah. they're here. And I'm like, oh, my God, you're here. Yeah. Like, oh, let's, let's go. Out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I don't like get on to just check up on people. A lot of times I get on the most I get on. I probably get on fine friends once a day to like mm-hmm. see if Will's still at work or if he's going home. Sure. Yeah. To be like, hey, can you check on this? Yeah. Like or, relationship like, stuff makes right. more sense. But, but And then I happen to see that like other people are in Austin or yeah. whatever. Uh, Will's friend who lives in San Francisco is also really into maps and like literally will text Will and be like, what are you doing at Nordstrom? (laughs) I would do the same thing. I'd be like, dude, I see you're at, I see you're at the mall. Like what are you, what are you getting? Yeah. Like I think it's a really funny way to keep in touch with people Yeah, because you can like see what they're doing and then ask them about it, which like probably (laughs) is creepy, but I find enjoyable. Honestly, the best thing about Find Friends now for Will and I is like, you can get a notification when someone leaves where they are. Mm -hmm. So like, Will will just do it. it. It alerts the other person. So, like, Will will, like, set it up for when I leave work. So he doesn't have to, like, text me being like, when are you leaving? A lot of times because he's, like, gotcha. handling Fritz sure. yeah, before yeah. I get home. And so he'll just get a notification. But I'll get a text being like, Will's going to be notified when you leave. So mm-hmm. I think at least there's, like, less of a stalker aspect of it because I think 
they let you know that someone's like keeping tabs on your location. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, obviously. But I just I want to normalize like me and my boys. I think it's pretty normal. A lot of are. my friends do it. <sighs> None of my friends do it. None you just, of my like, friends. Need to request them all and be like, we're following each other now. I want to. I want to be like, yo, I want to see, I want to see what you're doing at all times. No, yeah. but like if I'm bored or something, or if I'm just like, I'd rather see what my friends are doing than doom scroll Twitter. Yeah. And be like, oh, dude, you're like, you're at Druthers in Saratoga. That's that's tight. What are you doing? Like one of Will's friends also like splits time between New York and London, so mm-hmm. it's like really nice to just be able to be like, oh, he's in London right now. I'm not gonna yeah. like text him because he's True. asleep. True. Or in my buddies in Austin being like, oh, you're at uh, you're at Matt's. It's like, a slippery slope because. If you care and you think people are like leaving you out and you see they're without you, you're like that's fucking true. fucked up. <laughs> oh, you three are at Matt's. or or oh, when they're okay. like clearly lying, Lily, being like, "Hey, <laughs> Lily, I can see we're your like location. all waiting for you, Matt." So like, yeah, we're on our way. I'm like, mm, no, you're I can not. see you at your house. You're not even close. You literally haven't moved. <laughs> you haven't moved. You haven't left your house. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I think we I like normalize fine friends. Yeah. I I guess I'm sure there are arguments against that. Like, I don't want you to see where I am, but it's fun. It is fun. Or you can make it fun. I don't know. That's my 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 fine friend's shower thought. I had one and then I forgot what it was, so we'll just we'll end on that. We'll end on that. Cool. Thank you, uh Randy, for being behind the ones and twos. Thank you, Sally, for doing the mail in this week and all weeks. And thank you guys, the listeners. Subscribe. Rate five stars, review, and tell a friend about the podcast. Hit the hotline number, 888-362-MAIL. That's 888-362-6245. Or you can write in at the link in the Twitter bio at Mail-In Podcast. Speaking of Twitter, Sally, where can the folks find you? Sally DeFreeze on Instagram and Twitter. I am Brad Merriman at Schmerriman, S-H-M-E-R-R-I-M-A-N, on both of those. And we'll see you guys next week. Okay, bye.